0: Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today.
1: Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story and one of the best championship team.
2: Corey Seager is already hurt. Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 on Wednesday, January 31st. I am Frank Stample, joined by Chris Towers, and let's start things off with Corey Seager, who underwent surgery for a sports hernia on Tuesday, and for those wondering why he didn't have surgery right after the season ended, the initial thought was that rest was was the best remedy for the injury. Uh, the Rangers are hopeful that he'll be ready for opening day. Typically, recovery time six to twelve weeks or eight weeks away from opening day. I lowered Corey Seager down a little bit, Chris. How about you?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I looked at uh, all players who had sports hernias last season, and it appears as if Randall Gritchik was the only one, and the timing was very similar. His was announced, I think, on February 14th, so two (coughs) weeks later than Corey Seager's, and he came back, in April 29th. So, you know, if if Seager follows the same timetable and it's obviously not the same thing um, in terms of it being a different player, you know, we would expect him to miss a couple weeks. I think the timetable probably suggests around the same thing. Maybe he's back early, but I, I think when you're dealing with an injury prone player already. You know, Seager someone that I think you already downgrade because of injury risk. Now he's already coming back from surgery to start the season. Any kind of setback, any kind of complication, you know, runs the risk of costing him real games and you have the additional risk of him coming off surgery. So I do think it's a downgrade for Corey Seeger for sure. I moved him about 20 spots in my rankings down to about 38th right behind Jose Altuve right ahead of Michael Harris if everything goes right and Seager's back by early April that could be a huge value it also could be a kind of situation where he's just never right all season and it kind of torpedoes his season so I think the range of outcomes here is pretty wide
2: we had a trade. The Mariners, they can only go so long without making a move. They acquired Jorge Polanco from the Twins in exchange for four players, reliever Justin Topa, Anthony Descalfani, and two prospects, Gabriel Gonzalez and Darren Bowen. Jorge Polanco, 30 years old, still productive when he's on the field. Last year, he hit 255, 14 homers, a 789 OPS, in only 80 games, that's the problem. He's had real trouble staying on the field the past couple of years. Chris, what do you think about this move? Polanco to the Mariners, his ADP all the way down at 271. Yeah,
3: something we talk about a lot and we'll talk about uh, shortly, I, I assume, was when players sign who are free agents, their ADP tends to rise, even though like, we knew they were going to play. I, I think something similar could happen with Jorge Polanco where it could just be like a, oh, yeah, Jorge Polanco, like getting his name back in our memories because he's still been very productive. You know, he's missed a lot of time over the past couple of seasons. He hasn't been as good as his 2021 and 2019 peaks, but this is a guy who could be a 90 RBI guy, could score 85 runs, could hit 25 homers with a decent batting average. Like there's real potential for him to be a very good fantasy option. It's harder with his new home park in Seattle, that's a tougher place to hit obviously the injury risk, but like with one of your latest picks in a 12 team league, make sure you draft Jorge Polanco. Yeah.
2: The quality of contact metric still really good for Jorge mm-hmm. Polanco. 13.8% barrel rate last year. Second highest among second basemen with at least 200 batted balls. Let's wrap up with one of the designated hitters who finally has signed Justin Turner to the blue Jays on a one year, $13 million deal. And Justin Turner, entering his age 39 season, but he still has something left in the tank. He showed us last year, hit 276, 23 homers, 96 RBI, finished as a top 60 player in Roto and averaged 3.1 fantasy points per game in head-to-head points leagues. The ADP is 252, which I think is a pretty good deal, uh, even though he's a little bit older here, Chris, in Justin Turner.
3: Yeah, guys like Justin Turner who... Because of their age, because of his injury history, consistently get dropped down draft boards. He's been probably one of the more profitable players in fantasy for like four years in a row because he's just always so cheap. He always hits 275 ish. He's a very productive hitter, drives in a lot of runs. I. His ADP 252, like I mentioned earlier, probably going to rise now that he's signed. I would be shocked if it ended up inside the top 200. I think even if it does rise, there's plenty of room for profit. Not an exciting name because he's old and we know what to expect from him, but what we can expect from him should be a top 15 first baseman whenever he's on the field.
2: And that is the eligibility that Justin Turner has on CBS First Base there is a chance he can earn third base eligibility as well. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.